basement, no longer alone With my homegirl Therese on the microphone Music politics are just chatting it up Brunch in the basement, see that's what's up You never know who might run through Legendary artist or someone brand new You miss a lot when you miss one day At least that's what I heard somebody say But it doesn't really matter what whoever says It's always a good show with Javon and Therese, yeah, brunch in the basement with Javon and Therese, yeah, to see who we got today or what we doing today or whatever it is, it's going to be good. Woo! You're invited to brunch in the basement with Javon and Therese.
WJBR Internet Radio, and um, I want to welcome everybody to Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese. Hope everybody had a wonderful, wonderful uh, evening, day with uh, the family. Great time because everybody's off, I guess, and uh, holiday season is so this is the time to um, that a lot of people get together and enjoy family. Uh, this is also for some people a difficult time of year, and so you know just know that you're never alone.
this is Curtis Blow, and you're listening to The Brunch in the Basement with Javon. Yo, let's go. Twice the night before Christmas, and all through the Hold it now, wait, hold it. That's played out. Hit it. You give me all that jive about things you wrote before eyes alive. Cause this ain't 1823, ain't even 1970. Now I'm the guy named Curtis Blow, and Christmas is one thing I know. So every year, just about this time, I celebrate it with a rhyme. Gonna shake it, gonna bake it, gonna make it good. Gonna rock, shock, knock it through your neighborhood. Gonna read, gonna sing it till it's understood. My rap's about to happen like a knee. You were slapping or I told you been tapping on a hunk of wood. Bought a red suit to do with a friendly attitude. And a slave full of goodies for the people on the block. Got a long white beard, maybe look kind of weird. And if you ever see him, he can give you quite a shock. Now people let me tell you about last year when the dude came flying over here. Well, the home was out, snow was on the ground. Folks stayed in too far down. The beast was thumping on the box. And I was dancing in my socks. And the drummer played at a solid pace. And the taste of the bass was in my face. And the guitar player lay down the heavy layer of the funky junky rhythm of the disco beat. And the guy with the 88 started to participate And I could sure appreciate the sound so sweet We were all in the mood So we had a little food and a joke and a smoke And a little bit of wine When I thought I heard a hoop on the top of the roof Could it be it wasn't me? I was feeling super fine So I went to the attic where I thought I heard the static On a chance that the fans put the body breaking in Put the noise on the top with a reindeer top Just a trick say thing And I let the sucker in Holy moly, you got a lot of wishes on your chinny chin chin. He allowed, he was proud of the hairy little crowd on the point of the door with a skin to the base. Get food for food, going out every you for a day on the plane when it goes low. Through the beer, maybe weird, but I'll never have a cheer. Cause it's warm in the storm when it's in below. I said, Yo, God, it's cold tonight, but can you stop for a drop before you go? He said, Why not? It's the music hot and our chance to dance beneath the mistletoe. So he went downstairs and forgot his scared And he rocked his spot and danced like a pro And every young girl tried to rock his world But he booked the Yogi Yogi till he had to go And before he went, this fine old Jim Bought a gift with a sip to his big red bag In the top or the bottom, he reached in And got a toy for the phone for the girl's glad rag And a grown-up got some presents too A new TV and a stereo you I knew Seville by the blue as the sky, the best that money couldn't buy. Cause money could never ever buy the feeling, the one that comes from not concealing. The way you feel about your friends, and this is how the story ends. The dude red back at the pole of north, where everything is cold. But if he were right here tonight, he'd say, Merry Christmas, and to all, a good night.
You're listening to WJBR Internet Radio, Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese.
This is your girl, Marquis, the femme fatale, the MC, and you are listening to Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese. Miss girls just 
blind or mistaken. She's a queen, a track a new baller who do for her that sort of type for whoring. Plus shoes and cars come from cross waters. Put on these hoes smarter. Hold your own guard up. She knows the bar owner. Free shows get more common. Gross the most, so keep going. Who gon' stop her? Phony gold stop over clothes. She's known slobber. Some domey both drama. Be so stoned, the scary hope is grown shorter. The lowest lows, her heroes, the old dollar. Rich full stone on the floor, she's so proud of her loose pawn. Use for sex goes the pro, she's froze cold with no honor. Whoa, that dope got her, it's holding control. Lies exposed, that don't bother, cause to each his own. Da 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 dum da dum da. You gotta use yourself with the music, the movement of your body, and be ready for the show. But baby, don't stop your chance to break up the dope, cause money falls on the girls up in the limelight. You gotta use yourself with the music, the movement of your body, and be ready for the show. But baby, don't stop your chance to rake up the dough Cause money falls on the girls up in the limelight Let's go No more games, minor thing, come through one game Feel it's coming, bucking you lost, fight true wars waves And I'm a saying, imminent, winning, it's new boss waves Riding two lux, I'm in now, playing you soirees Once my ref climbing, I'm headlining, connect tighter Mess with me, just like playing a wild tiger Falling flame in my sanctified fire Last to try, man, to die, get fly, die To survive and by chance so God and light lifer, side of my daddy, cause man, she got damn the dance, a wild wiper. Man, it's no movie and ain't no Mike Myers. Mrs. I'm right, damn, she's blind and so scarred. Plans be hidden, thieving, robber, brighter, be the aura by greed, lust. See the daughter for us, it seems she is a martyr, and they be up on her. Maybe a lot of trauma, being a summer, you fuck to be the karma, paying no top. My mother shaking it hot, shockingly, you exploit and fight, prevail, why not? You fornicate a cop, Lord, this is a tale, forgot. Acceptance by phony other judging boxing, still get spot. Common struggle, cause it's real and not for show. My plan not so cold in random spots. Don't fear my foe, it's like pop. Street scale, we hot. Was it say we holding this plot exclusively at the top? Who gotta use yourself with the music, the movements of your body, and be ready for the show? But baby, don't stop your chance to break up the dope. Cause money falls on the girls up in the limelight. Who gotta use yourself with the music, the movements of your body, and be ready for the show? But baby, don't stop your chance to break up the dope. Cause money falls on the girls up in the limelight. Let's go. You're listening to WJBR Internet Radio, Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese. And right now, I'm bringing on the co-hostess with the mostest, Therese. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday, baby. How you doing? How was Turkey Day? Oh, family day was okay. Unfortunately, I have a family member that is in intensive care, so I was spent it at the hospital and uh, kind of hanging around. So, but it was good, good. Overall. At the hospital. 
Well, yeah, you know, minor setbacks. Just keep her in your prayers. Yeah. All day, every day. All yeah. right. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm enjoying the days off. Oh. And kind of just keeping it very local. And, uh, you know, just chilling. And yourself, how was your day? <sighs> Family day. Well, <laughs> let me make sure my mom ain't listening to this because, you know. <laughs> um, okay, so I went to New York to hang out with my mom and grandma. You know what? Let me just say I had a good time. I, that's what I'm going to say. And and um, <laughs> grandma's friends was there, and it was the, the four of us, and we went out to a restaurant. Um, the food was not good. Um, and and But the company was... You said was, what? The food was not good, but the company was delicious. So, you know, being being with mom and grandma made it, you know, that's it. And and that's right. that's that's all I'm going to put out there into the universe, you know? <laughs> I get it. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like a sidebar conversation, don't it? <laughs> yeah, sure does. Sure does. Speaking of sidebar conversations, you know, you know what I often like, and you know, when I was a kid, I didn't like it, but I like Thanksgiving surprises, you know, and you know, I don't just just for the record, I don't necessarily I don't celebrate Thanksgiving per se, um, because you know, there's a lot of that's a lot of layer for uh, Native American culture. So, but the tradition um, of people, you know, and follies that occur in this holiday season. You know what I mean? Like the the aunt that shows up uh, to somebody else's house, perhaps, because she has the wrong address and she's too tipsy to know that the people that answer the door are not your family. And, you know, just <laughs> wow. like the, the, the person that brings the sweet potato pies and the, you know, the uh, they're staples that you just don't make. That you don't bring to people's house, you know. You don't bring the potato salad. Yeah. You don't yeah. bring the sweet potato pies unless you know what you're doing. You know, there's just certain things in you know in people of color in the household, like you don't bring the rice and peas unless you know what you're doing. What you think? Yeah, definitely, definitely. There's certain things. That's why I just come with um paper plates. <laughs> <laughs> And maybe a, a little um, Tupperware so I could take something home to relieve the people, you know, to relieve the people. But, um, <laughs> you know, it, it's funny. The chefs in my family are, are now elders to the point that they are no longer cooking. So, right. And, and I'm uh. like, whoa, you know, but and, and it's okay. It's all right. You know, I ate enough. Clearly, I've eaten enough in my lifetime that I can, I can, you know, be okay with that. So. <laughs> what's your you know, favorite, uh, what's your favorite food? For, okay, macaroni and cheese. Homemade, uh, you know, got to be good. Don't be, you don't need to put broccoli in it and extra, like, 
a shrimp and all that. Just just straight up macaroni and cheese. People trying to get fancy these days, right? They can't just have macaroni and cheese. It got to be, ooh, I'm making it special this year, making it a, a souffle with a casserole. What? Yo, <laughs> I don't want to find surprises in my macaroni and cheese. I just want <laughs> cheese and macaroni. <laughs> Lobster map. Oh, you know what? If all right, so I love lobster. I love a lobster tail. Give me a nice lobster tail, and give me some macaroni and cheese on the side. Now, if you are going to surprise me inside my macaroni, there's going to be something. Yeah, let it be lobster. I could, I could get with that. Um, not too many people kind of make that stuff well. You know, I, I'm just saying, everybody think, ooh, wait, but wait, you ain't taste mine. That, when people say that, I don't want to taste yours. <laughs> and your kids don't count when it comes down to whether or not you can cook. That's that's the rule. You cannot yeah. ask your kids. Yeah, because they they have to like it. They they were raised up on that stuff. Exactly, exactly. That's their normal, so they don't matter. Exactly. So, you know, yeah, and oh my God. So I'm not, I'm definitely, I'm not going to say the name of the restaurant we went to, but what I will say is it's a soul food restaurant in Harlem. And my grandmother insisted that we go there. And um, if you're a soul food restaurant in Harlem, how could you not have a fried chicken? Not, I'm not trying to be stereotypical or anything like that, but how could you be a soul food in Harlem and not know how to fry chicken? What? I didn't, even put, I didn't even put, like, it was a buffet, so I didn't put the chicken on my plate because I, I was like, no, nah, I'm not eating it. But now the, the catfish strips look like fried chicken, so... I took one of them, even though I knew it was fish. I, you know, <sighs> Rez. What? Now the macaroni and cheese was good though, and the but I've had better. The chicken tastes backwards. Yeah, right. Yo, that I was sitting there. I was like, yo, definitely. Um, have you ever been over a friend's house to eat and the food just was no good? The macaroni yeah. was soggy. <laughs> I ain't seen no peas. But the chicken looked like wood. I wasn't no fool to taste it. I knew better than that. And you know what's funny? Okay, Adrian from B2 Harlem is watching and definitely we were not at B2 Harlem. Shout out to B2 Harlem. I wish that's where we had gone. Adrian, I love you. Yo, the originally Philly Black B2 Harlem. That no, you never get no food that tastes bad over B2. Always good. Always good. And if you don't know, now you know. You have to try the catfish at B2 Harlem. Crackfish. Crackfish. You become addicted to it. It's, it's addictive. It's so damn good. Everything there is good. Everything there is good that I've ever tasted. And and I don't just 
you know, I look, man. They and the people. It's like family there. They're they're hospitable. Not to say that the people at this restaurant were nice. If 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 nothing else, they were very nice. You know, felt like home. And I, I'm sure that's why Grandma wanted to go there because you know she was a celebrity there. So oh, that's a grandma's pick. Oh, okay. And and yeah. You know, I think after a while your taste buds get old too, so you can't really. <laughs> but but <laughs> even even grandma was like, she was like, this ain't chicken. You thought this was chicken, <laughs> baby? <laughs> this, what is this? I said it's fish, grandma. She said, mm ain't no fish I want to eat. Oh wow! Like, you know, wow. You're not even going to say what street it was on? Wait, say that again? <laughs> You're not even going to say what street it was on? I, I, you know what? I don't want to I don't want to blow up their <laughs> spot. I, you know, good, bad, or indifferent, um, I just can't. Let me just say that it's one of those Harlem staples that should have should be better. I'll say who oh. it was. Okay, it wasn't B2 Harlem, and it wasn't Sylvia's, okay? So, it was not Sylvia's. I'm not talking about Sylvia's, and I am not talking about B2 Harlem. That I will say. Everybody else, go for yourself. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, man, it was rough. And, And then, Grandma's looking at my mother's plate. And my mother has cranberry sauce, which I didn't taste the cranberry sauce because I was frustrated. Even the damn pound cake, how you messed that up? I mm. thought it was um I thought it was cornbread until I tasted mm. a little bit of um lemon in it. And I was like, Oh, maybe that's pound cake? Wow. Yeah, I was like, maybe, yeah, that's, Those that's are two dessert. totally different consistencies, pound cake and cornbread. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't <laughs> good. My grandmother looked at the cranberry sauce that my mother had on her plate and then looked at the cranberry sauce on her plate and said, why you got balls in yours? <laughs> my mother said, what are you talking about balls, Ma? And my grandmother said, you got balls. I don't got no balls. I should have started recording that because that was hysterical <laughs> when they were talking. <laughs> you know my grandmother's a whip, right? Yeah. That was love, that was, love, love, grandma. But there, there was uh, uh, there was some other stuff. And shout out to Miss um, Miss Ethel, longtime friend of my grandmother's. They've been friends for fifty three years, and um. She also joined us, and uh, I'm just going to say it was interesting, and Miss Miss Ethel loves me a lot. And, and Shout out to Miss Ethel. Yes, and, and I love you too, Miss Ethel. And, and yo, <laughs> very nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, before I forget to tell you this, um, we have 
two special guests coming on next week, okay? Because for the last two weeks, we haven't had special week, so special guests. So this is so next week. Just know that um, the one who is a definite definite is a friend of yours, Rez. This is um, Ron. Um, Auntie Melba Moore's Ron is going to come. Yeah, Ron Richardson. Shout out. Yeah, he is Melba Moore's manager. And he and I were talking the other day. And he started telling me some really interesting backstories. And, of course, when he comes on, we we won't ask him to name names on some of them stories. But uh, <laughs> ooh, they were good, <laughs> good stories. I was like, Ron, you have to come on the show. You know, there are some people who are not singers. They can't sing, can't dance, can't act. But they they are meant to be in the business. Some people are supportive. Some people, you know, like you don't just become a star on your own. You. It takes so much and so many people to assist in that whole process of people um, performing and, um, you know, doing those things. Let me just say hey to Loretta, to Sonia, Peg, Rachel. Hi, everybody um, watching and listening. Hey. What's up to those of you in Canada, um, China? And the UK, those and France, those are our four biggest audiences in addition to the United States of America. So, hello, hello to everybody. Just wanted to shout y'all out. Um, yeah, and and so Ron is going to join us, and and we're not because we're not going to you know rag people, but there are some interesting stories this man has to tell, and. You know, Mr. Show missed a lot. (laughs) Y'all gotta, y'all gotta listen in. And also, hey there, Pegs and um and Loretta. And so, um, the other person, I think she actually, I'm whispering this. She forgot she was. Well, I don't think she she really knows that she was on this show, but it wasn't this show. It was a different show. And I spoke to her, and we confirmed um, Shirley Jones of the Jones Girls. Oh, is, legend! Yes, yes, yes. So we we got that in the works. Um, I spoke to her. She's a nice person. And she, I, I asked her. I said, um, "So do you do you listen to any podcasts?" Because she wanted to hear, you know, the samples of this podcast to see whether or not you know whatever, and I sent her some samples. I don't know if she's coming on after she listens to the samples, because people don't understand you have to it, you have to be on the show to get the show, I think, if you're an mm-hmm. artist. Mm-hmm. That's, that's how I kind of feel about this show. Like, until you've been on this show and realize that your family wants you on, it's just a discussion. It's not like, oh, on brunch in the basement with Javon and Therese, they talk about this or they talk about that. We talk about whatever you want to talk about, whatever comes up that day. And right. Who you are. But you, is what but you know, you, you know, there there is a direction 
ultimately. But, you know, I'd, I'd like to say that I understand, you know, because traditionally, you know, I think a lot of artists are in that um, I need to have something to promote thing. So if they don't, it's like, okay, well, what what is it about? And quite frankly, you know, forget that they're human sometimes. And we may just want to talk to the human behind the music or behind the situation, you know. So that's, that's my my take on it. And and you know what? And I think that's exactly what we do. We speak to the to the person, not the artist, not the star. You know what I mean? Not the artist, not the. I think we we just chit chat with the person. We we you know we chop it up. Right. I think that's what we do here. It's, you know, I'm trying to come up with a description because, you know, I I need something better for marketing to be more um, truthful to who we are. Not truthful because I don't lie about it, but um, it's just that to me, in my opinion, we are so much more than what I even understand it to be. And the reason why I say that is because of the people who are consistent on the show, who listen to the show, just the fact that, um, you know, it's been, it's been going on for so long and we continue to have such wonderful, um, people run through, you know, um, and it's always interesting. It's always I have a ball. I don't know about anybody else. I have so oh, much yeah. fun. No, for so. sure. You never know what you're gonna get, ever. <laughs> now that's true. And when I listen back to the shows, I find myself smiling a lot and laughing out loud. So, um, and and it's it's always amazing when you you listen to people. Like um, Dawn Robinson and um, Melba Moore and whoever, you know, just listening back to those interviews and those. And I, I don't even know, are, are we interviewing people or just chit-chatting with them? A little bit of both, you know? After we get after we get the interview part out the way, we're just chit chatting, you know, because you know we have to we have to do the the germane you know thing of asking what are you doing, how are you doing it, but then after that it becomes hey what's going on, you know how, what's going on not, in the world, what do you yeah. like? And you know what else is the interesting thing about this show? Um, I think most interviews, most artists are be are are um, used to, like, if you're interviewed on the radio, if you get five to 10 minutes or even 15 minutes sometimes on during an interview, that's a lot. Um, hmm. Artists used to ask me, well, how long do you need me for? Because I got da-da-da-da-da to do. I said, hey, you know, you can stay on for a short or as long as you want to. If you come on and just give us a drop, I'm happy with that. Right? Just, you know, call up and let's see where it goes. You ready to go? You know, just say, okay, we, you know, you got something to do. But artists stay on for the entire hour. And if I don't stop the show, they don't leave. <laughs> we can go on and on. <laughs> and and the show, and we go beyond that. So that's 
really how you know that, you know, everybody's having a good time. Because the the artists don't want to leave. And look at right? our co-hosts here. Look at our co-hosts here. I got somebody. Loretta, you are absolutely. Check it out. She says exactly here on BITB. <laughs> we speak to the artist, not the star. Tagline. Bam. Look at that. I, I love that. I love that. Yeah, she is. She knows she's the co, co-co hostess. The yeah. co-co hostess. <laughs> the now, Loretta, what I need you to do is send us a picture of you with your brunch in the basement with Javon and Therese hat on. Oh. She got to send us a picture. Yeah, that's what's up. So we can, um, and, and that, we're going to have, we're going to, we're going to have those hats and t-shirts and this and that available for everybody once we get this website set up. I gotta I'm trying to figure out the the most um or the least expensive way to do this so that um we don't have to charge an arm and a leg um for T shirts and people are asking for them so I wanna make sure we have them um at a reasonable price. So Rez I wanna ask you a question. Sure. At what age were you or what is your earliest musical memory or what at what age were you when you realized that you loved music oh wow okay um i remember the first song i learned like the the lyrics and everything to it and it became something i was um uh singing outside. I remember that. So I would have to say that would be James Brown, you know, say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud. And whatever year that was, I'm looking it up now. Um, Let's see, what year was that? Say it loud. The album. Yes. Okay. Ah, wow. Released in 1969. Wow. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Is that right? Wait a minute. Let me see. Um, I have to look that up differently because that was a compilation that popped up first. got to be careful. Well, how about that. this? You look it up and let's play a little bit of it. All right. Thank you. 
Yes. <laughs> now, here's some trivia for you. Okay, so okay. it was released in March of 1969. However, he recorded it between August 17th and I'm sorry, August 17th, 1967, and August 18th, 1968, for a release date of 1969 in March. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was the That's first one, cool. and wow, I didn't realize I was that young. I know, right? You couldn't have been, <laughs> but, what, one, <laughs> two? No, 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 a little older. <laughs> a little Baby. Older. Shoot. Yeah, wow. Yeah. I remember um, my fondest memory of this particular song. I was singing it um, in the south, uh, jumping over hedges in the in the yard, and <laughs> that was that was it. You know, and my aunt was like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "You know," and I'm steady singing the song and just wiggling and jumping over hedges in the yard. So that's my earliest recollection. <laughs> but music is. Always, always, always been in been the forefront of all of my journey, you know, and continues to be. Can always. I tell you, this is one of the cutest memories I can I've ever heard. Jumping over hedges, can say it loud. I'm like, <laughs> you must have been adorable. And yes, if I was your aunt back then, I would have asked you what in the cornbread world were you doing as well because <laughs> yeah that's interesting can can y'all see a little Therese and and there's she keeps a baby picture of herself on Facebook a little <laughs> little girl picture. can you see that little child running around first of all just running around jumping over hedges <laughs> always always climbing <laughs> jumping running I was just like a little wiry thing with a whole bunch of hair just in the wind, sweating out and getting in trouble for sweating out your your pressing curl. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, that was the worst. I got that. I got that. What is your earliest memory, and what song was it? Oh, gee. All right, so... I had a pair of bright yellow rain boots, and um, yeah, I think it was, wow, I was like three years old. Okay. And um, yeah, I'm trying to find find out if the song is called what I think it is. Yep. And I'm going to play it for you. (laughs) Yeah. Someone else is getting all your best 
has some sort of talent, um, entertainment factor, I have to mm, say. Okay. Yeah. And and it's not like I'm not going to be your friend unless you can sing. It's not that. It's just because <laughs> <laughs> who the hell am I, you know? But <laughs> background Betty said yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Betty. Yeah, so <laughs> hi Anaya. I see Anaya Day is watching, listening. Mwah. Love you. Love you, background Betty. Mwah. And why <laughs> didn't somebody tell me that um when you do an Instagram live it like you have twenty four hours to watch it or it goes away? Because I, I wanted to watch the one from last week when Monifa joined me on this thing. I have so much to learn, and it's such a good thing. As long as you have something to learn, you have, you know, something to do. Oh, so anyway, yeah. you know, I think once you once you think you know everything, that's when life is over. Yep, that's Pretty. when you sink into the soil in your great big box. <laughs> yep. Well, I so know all, you know it all's out there. You're getting ready to sink into the soil. <laughs> <laughs> Sink it to the soil. So, really, really quickly, um, is he going to be impeached and removed or just impeached or not? I think he should be, I think he should be impeached and kicked in the hind part, right out of the <laughs> all the way off the front lawn, out the, off where the gate is. There's a, di- there's a huge distance between the, the White House door and the curb, I think that he should be kicked all the way to the curb. Yeah, that yeah, that would yeah. Did you see? But wait, did you see his head on the Rocky Balboa body? Oh. Have you seen that? Yeah. And yeah. he's claiming he's claiming that that's his real body. This this mic is driving me crazy. He's claiming that that's his real body and. When I think it was either the New York Times or some some media outlet, you know, was saying that it wasn't really him, he got upset, and the White House put out a statement that there's no proof that it's not him. How about the you fat know- ass trouncing around on the golf club <laughs> golf course? That's not proof that that he ain't him. Insane. He really is insane. <laughs> oh Lord. Okay. He's really. He's listen. Yeah, I think he's mad at at John Legend because he should have been on the People's Most Insane. Oh man, unbelievable! This guy is unbelievable. I'll tell you, sky's the limit, man. When you're when you got a couple of bucks, I guess, and if you're sneaky, slippery, and swarthy enough, you know. You, yeah. you do also, I just want to say, I started reading um, Corey's book. That's Corey Grooms. He's an author. You should get get his books. Cause can I tell you, I started reading that thing, and I was like, oh my god. Oh. Yeah, I know it's gonna be a page turner. He gave me a little excerpt. Yes, he sent me in. Uh, like a, a 100 page I was like yo I, I wasn't ready I, I have to tell you you have to be ready to read that because Corey that that 
stepbrother, not just knee deep, he was totally deep. <laughs> you can't you can't hit people with all of that in one book. <laughs> you have to you have Unless to you're it out people can't handle look, if people can't handle the truth, how can they handle the truths and put an S at the end? Let if, me tell you something. If you think Corey is is layered, you need to meet his mother. She will take you all the way there and back. That fruit did not fall far from the tree. I, I don't know if I could. I, Miss Corey's mother, I love you, but I, I can't because I'm not. <laughs> see, I'm messing with people. Y'all don't know. Okay, Facebook family, podcast listeners, people on Instagram. You know, I know every now and then y'all, y'all hit me up and say, wow, thank you for sharing that. That was really deep. Yo, I'm not deep. I've learned to respect the fact that there's so many deep players in this universe. I haven't even begun to like, like, let's just say like, there's a shovel. I'm like hitting the ground with it because I have not gone that deep. I was like, what the, I was like, Corey, wait, slow down. I'm reading this. I said, okay, I got to come back because I had to mentally digest the 12 pages of the table. I was like, whoa. I was like, whoa. So, yo, I, I, I love it, though. You know what I'm saying? Not though. I love it. I don't want it to sound like I'm complaining that someone is, is opening my mind. That shit is necessary, very necessary. And everybody needs to get themselves prepared. Okay? Just be prepared because I don't want to sound like a paranoid alarmist or anything, but the truth is is that we don't know what the hell is getting ready to happen in this world. So get your shit together. Just and get I'd it like together. to think I'm going to continue to project that everything that happens is all going to be good for the world. But in the event it's not, you be prepared. But let's project positive and let's flood the world with positivity. Like if everybody could just do a push in their own direction, we can kind of drown out some of this insanity because that's what it is. It's insanity. Yeah. And, and it, you know, I just, I just have to say this. I feel like this country is being sold and, and, we're at the not we the the country is at war and we don't know it. Does that make sense? Um, there's there's things going on behind the scenes that ha- if we knew about it, we we're so complacent here, um, and we believe that the government is going to take care of us. I think. That's why people aren't in the street right now. So um, wake up. Nobody's taking care of your ass. You better take care of yourself and get your survival kit just in case. That's all I'm saying. So. Whoa. And Merry Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Hilarious. 
right. So um, there's a song that you, you sent by Monifa. You well, you didn't send it, but you sent you sent on your list um, called "Too Late." Yeah, that's one of my faves. Can I tell you that I must have heard the song before? I must have, but it struck me as new. And mm, it's, nice. I love that's when that happens. Enough. That is just beautiful. That song. And to yeah, that's one of my when when did you when did, were you a Monifa fan long before you met her? Like were you like uh, um, don't don't say it. Oh, no, she no, listen. No. That's a point of contention. Shh. Oh oh oh. See, you know what, people, you gotta I gotta watch what I ask. I mean, I'm just curious. Like y'all would want to know that question, but we ain't going X nay on the question A about them A. I well, could never speak this. I'm gonna whisper. I'm gonna whisper because there's a funny story <clears throat> that is connected with that. And she actually blew me up at a dinner table in one of our first dates. You know, because I really didn't, but I just like maybe knew two songs. So <laughs> she she says, "Well," you know, she was giving me the you know because she's so unassuming. But then she said to me one day out of the blue. Do you know my music? And I said, oh, yeah, yeah. Lying. Oh. <laughs> wow. Because you, cause clearly you were unimpressed with that part. You didn't get it. You didn't know. I didn't. I didn't. She it's like, I didn't. Wow. You didn't know she was female. You just thought, oh, it's this nice lady I met named Monifa. She's kind of cute. Let me date her. And, well, uh, you know, well, see, that's the, we were, we knew each other on the periphery for years. So, you know, it was always, you know, love and just kind of just wholehearted, you know, you know, authenticity. authenticity. Um, but I have to say, like, in my 90s space, a lot of my 90s stuff uh, came later it wasn't active because in the nineties I was I was moving around. I was in and out of in and out of Europe. You know, I was still tour a lot. I was just doing a lot of things. So uh just like, you know, I knew some of the songs, but I can't say that I knew her, you know, her library at all. So, um she somebody had mentioned something which provoked, you know, uh you know that song? And I was like, Oh, yeah, yeah <laughs> She's like she said, and you, and you know Mo like I know Mo. She said, no, you don't. I can tell you don't know it. Sing it. Yep. You don't know it. I was like, uh, 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 uh you're right. I don't know. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Uh, That's, well, you, you, so you were my grandmother in this, in this situation because, um, I don't know how y'all came up out. I was um, I was looking for that's what it was. I was looking for the picture that y'all took with her at my father's funeral, and I was going through my phone. And she was like, "Well, why are you on that phone?" I said, "I'm trying to find a picture of you." She said, "A picture with who? With you, Grandma? Me and who? You and Monifa and Therese." She said, "Who?" I said, "Monifa and Therese." <laughs> she said, "Who's that?" I said, 
grandma. You met them like a couple of <laughs> Grandma said we are insignificant in her grand life, honey. Grandma you know, so many things and all of them adorable. She's the star of her own show. You can believe that. That's right. And and she's you know, she came in there on coasters. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Glitterati. Oh, Glitterati. Yes. She was she was glittery. She was glittery and every every occasion is a party for grandma. And she's glittery. She's been glittery ever since I've known her. She's yep, always been glittery. And yep. But that's that's an interesting backstory right there. Cause um yeah, that's that's I, I like that though. I like that. And um that's um that's dopeness that you knew her all those years and did not have a clue as to what her library was. And she, she sang some really great songs. Now, was that song too late? One of your faves? Did, or I, did you I hear it later? Know, I didn't know that song until later. Like a lot of, um, but, but, you know, I, she has a nickname for me and that was uh, actually given to me by uh, one of our friends, Lex. Um, B-side and things that are you know like the commercial success songs of course like Touch It was all over the place and I miss you but and you and there's a couple other ones that were like all over the place but those weren't the ones and those generally aren't the ones that I gravitate towards so I had you know I'm I'm an album listener you know so and that's that's a lost art because you can't I don't I don't remember the last it's rare when I can listen to an album all the way from front to from one to the end, straight through. Yeah. So back then, you know, you had your liner notes, you had your, you had all of that stuff. So you know, you got a chance to see who played on what, and just, you know, it was different, yeah. different, different. Yeah. You know? Now There's you can chop up an album and dissect it, and you know, take out what you like and leave what you don't. You know. Yeah. Different. Yeah. Well, let me let me ask you this. Um, have you sung in front of Monifa? Like really sang, like 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 really sang to her. To her? Yeah. Hell no. We do you know what we do most of us <laughs> you know what we do most of our singing? Well, I, my solo acts are done in the shower. But we do a lot of like we when we're in the car together driving. We do a lot of we do a lot of singing. Then she is very very encouraging. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm crystal clear. She will never put a mic in my mouth, but but I'm crystal clear about that. But uh, you know, she's I hear super duper encouraging. She says I have a voice. I do not think so, and I have never ever you know. She has an amazing soprano, no. and she can really. Oh well, you well, her, well. See now, now hearing music and and having a voice, an instrument of your own, are two different things. Yeah, but you could you could do harmony, and you can do an harmony. Like you can harmonize it. I can hear, I can hear, I hear you, babe. But you know, it ain't gonna so happen you, publicly. No, like the most you, like you room, I have a theater background. Well, yeah, well, I have a theater background, so. Music was part of hearing it, you know. Um, music was part of all of that. However, I never developed my voice past, you know, uh, 
being able to repeat what's being done. And, you know, I can hear the harmony. I know when someone's flat, I know when someone's pitchy. I know all those things. But I just, uh, my own, my, my, my natural voice did not develop that way. <laughs> my natural voice. <laughs> you know what? I I can't sing, but it doesn't stop me. And no, it that, doesn't stop that, me either. I, I, I just, I don't I'm not in Madison Square in the shower. Ma- Love the acoustics of a good bathroom. Yes. I've I've seen, uh, I think, uh, one video that Monifa caught you singing in the shower, and I think she posted that. Uh, and that was a long time ago, though. Yeah, I think. she's famous for antics. Yeah, but you know what? Definitely that's famous for antics. That's a good thing. Gotta have that. You gotta, you gotta crack it up. You gotta chop it up. Gotta, you know. And uh, yeah, let's bring on our our co-hostess, uh, Loretta from Connecticut. What's up, Loretta? Hey. Good afternoon, ladies. How are we doing today? Hey. <laughs> How you doing? Hey, listen, I'm sitting here hollering. I was like, "Ooh, please tell the story, tell the story." Okay, but she didn't tell the whole story. But that's all right. It's all good. It's all good. We just, we just gonna go with. Yeah, we moving about the cabin. I have to keep it quiet. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. know. Well, well, we don't want no problems creeping up. But it's all good, though. It's all. We'll we'll dig. A little deeper later. Hey, Mo, because I know she in the background. <laughs> in the background, creeping, but it's all good. Uh, happy belated Thanksgiving to everyone. Um, hey. Javon, I'm just going to need you to drop a few more hints if you don't want to be, like, totally exact, <laughs> but give me, like, a block radius, a few block radius. Because I got one in mind, but since you said we don't want to put them out there, because I would have just call them out. Maybe they'll step up their game for next year. That's Man, just me. I can't I can't do that. But what I will do okay. is I okay. will tell you privately the name of the place. Please. I'm afraid I'm, I'm afraid I may know. I'm thinking about because I had a bad experience with they um with their chicken too. So I, I just want to see oh. if we on the same page. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense that a soul restaurant in Harlem can't fry chicken. I will tell you that there's a place that um, we actually performed in this one particular place that has a legendary name, I'll say, but the place is actually a dump. But they Mm. actually could fry chicken. Mm. Did you hear the story? Mm. That's what I just said. I said, there's a place that we have performed mm-hmm. it. Carol and I, I performed I it. It has a legendary name. So we, right. we booked the spot and we performed there. And they had, you know, like a prefix meal. And they had fried chicken. And the chicken was good. The place is a dump. But the chicken was good. The chicken was, mm-hmm. good, and the was good. So that made it a good night. Right. Go to a place and the chicken's no good. That's all you remember. If you mm, went home. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a text you behind the scenes. I don't care how the entertainment is. If the chicken is, if you can't fry chicken, got do it. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Make sure your chicken's always popping. 
Make sure the ticket is straight. Okay. All right. We going we going woosa. All right. Cuz that definitely was a problem. Okay. You know what? All right. There's not the only place in Harlem that can't fry chicken. In Harlem, of all places. In Harlem. And this is the thing. Now, there was a place my grandmother wanted me to take her a couple of years ago for Mother's Day. So I took her and my mom to this place. I have a friend that actually sings at this place on Monday nights. Here's a hint. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. They an entire whole god doggone chicken that was fried but not all the way through. Oh. Uh, this is a different place, right? A different place. Oh. Okay, okay. I just wanna okay. And the it's a it's a very mm-hmm. popular place. Mhm. The owner is a very famous chef. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. And it, it was and I'm not going back there to eat. I'll go back there to do business, like to put on a show or something, produce a show or something. I don't know, but or to go support my friend. Oh wow! I know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> you know that one. I gave too many hints, but I was just, I was just so disappointed because you have the nerve to be chopping people, and you need to be chopped. How about that? Ooh. 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 All right, all right. <laughs> I know I took there, but you know. When when you pay, you have a right to do that. Okay. All right, we're gonna let you we're gonna let you get it out. Go ahead, air it out. And another thing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Did I go too far? Oh, Okay, no, so um okay, so so no okay, so we got that. The chicken. So otherwise was your Thanksgiving okay? <laughs> it was it was a bad food. Did you it cook Loretta? Say what you say now, say it again. Did you cook? No, 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 oh. no, 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 no. I, I ate. I had a little dollar <laughs> for everything that was in front of me. I, I ate. I supervised the the mixing of certain ingredients, I taste tested to make sure that there was enough of certain ingredients in said mixtures of stuff. And then um, as it was cooking, you know, I was the taste tester to make sure, yeah, it's done enough, put it back on the smoker for a little bit, add a little bit more, you know, that was okay, my role. So, so let me ask you this then. Uh-huh. One, what is your favorite must-have, and you can only name one, what is your mm-hmm. favorite must-have uh, food choice for this mm-hmm. time of year? And mm-hmm. what must you tell, what would you tell people to stay away from if you cannot cook? Okay. So it's it's the same thing. It's the mac and cheese. <laughs> must-have the mac and cheese. Okay. okay. Stay away from it if your cheese to noodle ratio is not accurate. <laughs> I've been saying that the whole week. If your cheese to noodle ratio is not like accurate, that. don't even. Don't even. Because if you got all the. Oh, and another thing, please use 
elbow noodles. We don't want all these other kind of noodles in the mac and cheese. We I want you don't want the elbow noodles. Elbow noodles. You can use shells. Nah, I'm with you. Nah. Nah. We need the elbow noodles. Sorry, that's just me. Must me use too. elbow noodles. And your cheese to noodle ratio has to be accurate. Actually, your cheese can out noodle your noodles. Just saying. I that's like that. My personal opinion. That's my personal opinion. And and it should be a little crispy on the corners. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I like those yeah. corny, those crispy corners. Uh huh. Yeah, especially if you like the ends. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That doesn't mean that the middle needs to be soggy. Right, right, right. Uh huh. But well, well baked all the way. Baked. Keyword baked all the way through, not just run through in the skillet. It baked. You sound like you know how to make it. I'm just. Oh yeah, I can make some. Yeah, yeah. You know, I never really had to cook, but I can cook. You know, okay. yeah, yeah, like my mom said, you know, I may be picky, but I will never starve. Like, whatever I want to eat, I can cook it. I just never really had to, quote, unquote. Ah. Yeah, but that's a that's a pet peeve, yeah. The cheese, the cheese to noodle ratio has to be, has to be correct, yeah. And if you don't have enough cheese, Go buy some more. Like have all. Don't wait to the last minute. Oh, I'm gonna whip up some mac and cheese. And then you look in the in the pantry or in the in the refrigerator, and you only got one bag of cheese, and you used a whole box of noodles. Nah, we ain't. Uh 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 uh. Nope. Uh-uh. Nope. We not. Nope. Nope. You, just, you nope. And, you and Javon mm-hmm. have something in common then. Mm-hmm. You're both mm-hmm. a mac mac and cheese fiends. Mhm, mhm, mhm. Gotta have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do you like cranberry sauce? Homemade cranberry sauce? No, 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 no. Now, no. Now my pickiness, my my pickiness about the kicking. I don't like cranberry sauce. Period. No kind of way. No how. I'll drink cranberry juice. That's it. I don't want no cranberry sauce. No kind of way. Just okay. Mm-mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little, I'm a little funny like that. Like, uh, yeah, I'm just pass that on to the person on my my left because I'm, I'm not gonna eat any of that. Mm-mm. I don't <laughs> care how it's, whether it's chunky or not supposed to be chunky or clump. Um, yeah, that's I don't like. Or if you it. got Mm-mm. balls or don't have balls, right? Yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah, balls, yeah. no balls, balls. My grandmother was like, "Why I you like cold, balls? I like cold cold sauce. I do. I like it. Like." When you say whole, like the fully gelled, the cranberries, the whole cranberries. Oh, with the whole, oh, with the The balls. (laughs) I like the balls. (laughs) (laughs) Well, all right. Well, well, all right. Yeah, no, I don't, uh, yeah, I'm not, um, I don't like cranberry, um, cranberry sauce. Yeah, period. But it was good. I had a good Thanksgiving, spent it with my uh, family, some of my family and friends old and new up here so it was good it was a good day nice mm-hmm. yeah it was all good so oh 
And I did go see Harriet. Finally made it out to the movie. Oh! Went to see that this past. You know, we got to talk about it. We got to hit it. So, what'd you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say it again. What did you think? So, you know, overall, I thought it was uh, a good movie. Um, I appreciated the fact that so many uh, African Americans had jobs. I was happy with that. I was surprised um, to see some folks in it because I didn't know that they were in the movie. Janelle Monet didn't realize she had a part in it. Um, um, Vanessa Calloway didn't realize she was in that. And and the old dude, can't think of his name, but I recognized him from, you know, having parts in other movies. So I appreciated that. A um, couple things that I would take away from the movie <clears throat> Um, excuse me, is uh, number one, you have to really rely on faith and be strong in your faith. Um, Number two, everybody's not going to ride with you. Sometimes you have to just go it alone and trust in yourself. Let me see, what else? Um, Yeah, every slave don't want to be free. Right, right, right. Um, mm. The third thing is some people go along to get along. Yeah, mm. yeah go along to get along. Um, the other part was some people will sell you up the river for nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And stand yeah. up for you know, uh-huh. so don't fall for people's bull. Say it again. Stand up for what you believe in so you don't fall oh, yeah. for people's bull. Right, right. Yeah. And if you are strong in your convictions, stick with it. Don't let nobody try to talk you out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but I enjoyed it. You know, it wasn't crowded. It was actually when I went, it was I caught a matinee, so it was only a handful of us in there. So people wasn't talking back to the screen. There was no screaming <laughs> kids. <laughs> so I was like, "Well, I can appreciate it." Yeah. So I, you know, it was good timing. There was maybe about, I don't know, not even ten people in the theater at the time. So it was, it was perfect. So, um, but I enjoyed it. You know, I thought it was. I expected a little more. But, um, you know, but I was good with what what they gave because I thought it was going to be really like a little a little bit of like slave master roots ish, you know. <laughs> but I was like, okay, cause I'm not I'm not here for that today. Just you know, but I enjoyed it. It was good. It, you know, the movie was. Maybe just under two hours, so it was it was long enough, and it definitely um, kept my interest. And you know, I wasn't like bawling my eyes out. I was just like, oh, okay. And you know, certain things I was like, hmm, I didn't think about it that way. But yeah, I I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Uh, you know, uh, I give it a on a scale of one to five. I give it a I give it about a four. Hmm. Four being okay. four stars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One to five stars, five being good, 
uh, one being not good at all, I give it about a four. Yeah. Yeah. I think they would take that. Yeah. 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 You know. I didn't appreciate the way Omar Dorsey stomped out uh, Janelle Monae's character, but that's a whole nother thing. But, you know, but he was acting, so, you know, I give him a pass. But I was like, Hollywood, what you doing, son? What you doing? You ain't have to stomp her out like that. Then I was like, oh, oh, okay, wait, wait. Let me, he's just acting. He playing a role, so, all right. Yeah, but, you know, the other thing is, that scene, that scene that you're talking about right there, uh-huh. it, says, it says a lot about the, the time and the right. thinking. Um, right. First right. of all, right. her yeah. being yeah, who we she was. Mm-hmm. You know, she was born free. She was, mm-hmm. she was um, business owner. Business a business woman. owner. And so she yep. was somebody who all the time yeah, yeah. would have been seen as someone you want to protect, that a black man would want to protect. But then you look at that right. particular character, that black man, right. and women, a black woman was always seen as the the lowest thing Less on the totem pole. Right, right. Less man. Man. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and so he stomped her out. Like, she she was nothing, yeah. and she had nerve yeah. to speak, yeah. you know, crap to him. Right, and, right, um, right, right. He was clearly not an educated man. He was, nope. you know, come on. He was, he was who he was, who his character was. So it stands to reason that he would do such a thing, that that character would do such a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there are... people in our midst today who the same dynamic is um, playing out where women are not valued, black men and black women not valuing one another. And um, there's a lot of violence in this world and it's not always perpetrated by the others. And it's a, right. it's, a, it's a harsh reality that we don't um, want to see on the big screen. But it and it was just a small part of the the movie because for the most part, you know, the black men portrayed in that movie were supporters, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and even her brother, who was like, "I'm gonna show you the way," he saw mm-hmm. that he knew the way and he he followed. Right, you know? right. Uh-huh. So, so you know, there were a lot of um, intricate messages and and so forth and so on. If you you know, in that movie, um, I'm I'm a big Harriet Tubman fan, so um, I'm I'm just glad they did the movie. Yeah, yeah I thought sure. Cassie Lemon uh, definitely did it justice. You know, she um, the story. You know, it said. It shed a whole new light on what you, you know, have come to know about Harriet Tubman. I mean, I think they really should show that in schools, too, because, you know, you don't really get so much. You don't really get any, and I'm talking, you know, middle school, grammar school. Yeah, I um, think what they do is they do the basic, 
Harriet Tubman was a runaway slave who helped free mm-hmm. a certain amount of slaves, and she was right, wanted. Right. You know, and you know, she was wanted. Yeah, she was yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. And, and then that's it, um, basically. And then I remember yeah. when uh, Cicely Tyson had done a woman named Moses, and that uh-huh. was the longest damn movie yeah. in the world. Lord, that's a long <laughs> movie. But I have yeah, it. Yeah. And I yeah. can tell them myself to go back and watch it now that they've done this version because I don't mm-hmm. believe that they um mentioned in that movie that she was a lieutenant for the um Union Army, for the American right. Army. You know, and, and a part of her story, because I've also read a couple of biology bi- biology biographies about right. her uh-huh. her life. Um when it was time for her to get her pension, she never got her pension. Yeah, and so um, that was the part, you know, I didn't know about that at all. Yeah, because like, oh. they don't teach yeah, you, you that. You don't hear about that, yeah. Right. So so as a people, um, we have to be curious about the history, about black history, and we have to seek it out. Right. Every now and then when I come across it or when I think about it and, and I try to I try to be more cognizant of it, I try to post about a black invention or a black inventor, something that we take for granted and we probably either didn't think of who invented it or always thought that it was invented by the others. But in reality it was invented by one of ours. And so I try to post those things because I think it's important that we know what the contribution of our people is and was to this country because I've had the others say to me in my face that um, we haven't done anything for this country. Um. Oh, yeah, I'll never forget a few, maybe, okay, I remember twice, two separate incidents where um, one time on the subway, which I hate the damn subway, but one time on the subway, this this um, man was going on, what have you people ever done for this country? And well, he was just randomly, time, he was saying that to you or just randomly talking? No, he was saying it to, to me and the, I was young. I was in my probably either late tween, teens or really early 20s hanging out oh. with my friends, you know, coming from the village, probably doing acting, whatever. And, um, you know, he was just, you know, popping off at us and we were popping off back at him. And when he said oh, that, okay. one of the reasons why I stuck in my head is because I didn't have the answers and I wanted mm, okay. to, I right, really right. wanted to tell them we did this, we did that. And I knew we did some stuff. I was like, uh, we did, I was like, Oh, so I took it upon myself at that time to start educating myself about black history. Cause that didn't make no goddamn good sense to me that oh, I no. was not prepared armed with knowledge about our contributions to the point that I could spit them off at that point. And then another time, a little bit later on, I was working somewhere and minimum wage was whatever it was. And I wasn't making much more than that, but I was doing multiple jobs. I was spinning down blood and separating the serum and freezing it and sending it off to a lab. I was doing um, 
taking Medicare information and running the fr- front desk and being a receptionist between you take off your lab coat and then you run and do this. You know, it it was I was doing a lot of stuff and for that job I should have been paid a lot more and when I got my first raise it was a nickel more an hour and uh-huh. um, I was upset about that. And this uh white woman said to me, I don't know what you're mad about. You're not going to make any more than that. Um Oh. Oh. You know, it's it's amazing when your people do even better than that. You just need to really uh-huh. get over that. I mean, really, think mm. about it. What have you done in this country? But take. Be, got, be, be grateful you're not on welfare. But I thank her. And her name and her name I'm saying that, is Shirley Baker, and she's probably dead by now. But mm-hmm. but that put the battery know, in your back, huh? Yeah, things like that. Thank you very much to all of the look. To all the people who have said racist things to me, all the people who ever told me I couldn't, for people who ever put me down, look, thank you. Look at me now. Hey, look at me now. When I ask you for a yes, it motivates me. It motivates me. People that I I invite to this show even who have not gotten back to me yet, one of these days, you're going to want to be on my show. You're going to be like Lucy, and I'm going to be Ricky out this motherfucking No, Sorry, Lucy. Mm. <laughs> Tell them. Tell them. That does put the battery in my back, and it makes me want to do right, better. Right, right. You know, and um, yeah, now, you know, not for nothing, but you know, I, there, there are things that I've accomplished in my life um, and and a lot of people counted me out and even I counted myself out at one point but um, you know a day at a time look at where I am now you know so and and I'm in a good place well, don't show amen uh, put applause on that, you think? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. Or the yeah. bomb drop or something. <laughs> hey, oh, Loretta. Ever be our motivators? So, so, uh-huh. okay. I'm here. Exactly. Question. So, so uh, what uh-huh. is your earliest song? Javon asked me a question that was very mm-hmm. funny about my earliest my earliest song I remember and, and she named hers which was even more funny, you know, Nancy <laughs> Sinatra. And and so what 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 was your earliest song you remember? So like one of the earliest that I remember hearing on the radio but it was Baby Come Back. Now Oh Playa I think that was I think that was either the BCs or Playa. It was playing. It was like, baby, come back. Yeah. You could blame it all on me. I'm not a a singer. That's that's not what I do. I was lost, and I just can't live live without Mm -hmm. you. Yeah, Yeah, that's another classic. That's That's in rotation. Yes, that was one of the earliest ones that I remember hearing on the radio. I was the biggest. In 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 uh, my low Catholic 
uh, grammar school, B.G. Sand. I had the lunchbox. I had the little, and I just went from player to the BGs, but just roll with me. Um, I had the lunchbox and the thermos, and you couldn't tell me nothing (laughs) with my BG lunchbox. Now, all the kids would be like, oh, they should go with a lunchbox. Listen, I love that BG lunchbox, okay? I kept that lunchbox. I mean, you know, it was the old school metal ones. Yes. I should have saved it. It would probably probably be worth, like, big money now. But, you know, you wasn't thinking like that back in the day and whatever. But the the point of the matter is, yeah, yeah, that was the, yeah. So I say all that to say, yeah. So it was Baby Come Back by Player and Anything by the Bee Gees. What's your favorite Bee Gees song? Oh, your go-to. I can't say favorite because you probably got a lot of favorites. So let's say your Ooh, go-to. Oh, uh, let me let me try to think of one. Um, um, oh, 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 I can't think of one right now. Okay. Oh, let's see. We had Andy. We had Barry. Oh, um, Robin. I can't, I can't. I can't. You know, I can't think of a BG song right now. It'll come to me. But I can't think of it right now. Yeah, oh, I can't. Just talking. And, um, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, yeah, I can't. Uh, yeah, I can't think of it. I can't think, and I don't feel like digging through no albums right now. But uh, yeah, so it was BG. My first album. Okay, the first album that I had. Someone gave me um, uh, a Sky album. That was my first album. A friend of my mom's gave me a Sky album, and I played that back and forth, front to back. My mother would be like, why did you ever bring her? Now, she she bought me the stereo. Okay, and uh, you know, and I would just play my little forty five with the little ring in the middle, you know. Yep. Album that was it. I was like, Oh and then, you know, line of notes I used to like to read the line of notes and you know, the words to the song, you know. The only child, you know, being the only child, so I was always in my room, you know, whatever little toy or whatever. And that's what I did. Music on and on and on. My mother would be like, oh, my God, just would you just stop playing all, singing loud and all off key? So, but, so Jay, Jay what good. was your first album? Do you recall? My first album? Oh, uh. <laughs> I know. Meanwhile, I'm thinking of a BG song, and I don't want to go to the Googler Schmoogler, but I may have to. Uh you know what? Let me let me just say my my I I do love the the Bee Gees also. I'm and I love Andy Gibbs. I you know um and that song that um Barry did with Barbara Streisand Guilty. Oh Ooh, my god. Guilty. Yes, that's in rotation. Guilty. Yes, let's, let's play Guilty. Can can we play Guilty? Yeah, shout out for Guilty. Go ahead and play.
All right, all right. Happy Yeah. Woo-hoo. I love okay, that classic. Classic, classic, classic. Okay, so I so I had to do it because it was racking my brain, slightly giving me a headache. Okay. <clears throat> no, we not live, is we? Because I'm about to sing. Yeah, we live. Sing a new... <clears throat> okay, okay. <clears throat> me, 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 me. Let me get my note right. Okay, <laughs> y'all ready? Yeah. Okay. It's how can we men? A broken heart. How can we ever be again? Something, something, something like that. That's it. That's the one. How can we be a broken heart? Yeah, that's it. That's it. Mm, Nice. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah, they did do that one. Loneliness. You know the one, like, you know, it's early. Oh, my bad. It's 1 o'clock. You know, it's early. My voice a little raspy. Don't. Don't make me sing. You know, singing is not what I do. Uh huh. But it's how can you mend a broken heart? Okay. Let me just ask you a quick question. Have you ever heard Al Green's version of that? I don't know. (laughs) You know, I I don't know. I'm trying. I don't know. Did they play a lot of Al Green? You got homework. Yeah, All right, I'll look it up. Al Green, okay. Be, be, mm-hmm. be, before the grit incident or after? This is uh, pre-grit. Yeah. Be, be pre-grit, okay. All right, I'll check it out. I'll definitely uh, check it out. It's probably something <laughs> real serious. <laughs> now, that should not be the first thing that comes up when you're referencing <laughs> the master, the maestro that is you know, maybe oh, Reverend Al Green now. Wow, you know what? You know what, Loretta? Because because I because I do love you. I'm going to end this show with Reverend Al Green's version of "How Can You Mend a Broken Heart." And and the Bee Gees remade it. They remade they remade it, and they did a good job, but. For me, and only for me, and you have to judge for yourself, mm-hmm. and for um, me. Al Green, hold that shit up. I'm just okay. saying. All right. All right. Okay, so I'm we going to do that. But they, they, did, they remade it. They did a nice job. Um, they, they were a group that, and a lot of groups in, in the UK, they really love um, R&B and soul music and um, copied a lot of it to the best of their ability, um, and wow. maybe that that's another reason why we love the Bee Gees is because first of all you have siblings in that harmony, and they they had soul, you know they had soul. So you know shout out to the Bee Gees, I love them, and um, shout out to y'all. And before we go, I want to do a quick rapid fire with. The two of you with Loretta and Loretta. Okay? So how we're going to do this is I'm going to say a word. Where's Monifa? Is she still there, background, Betty? No, she's still the cool. Okay, because I was going to let her pick a word 
for y'all, but um, I'll do it by myself. So I'll do I'll do a word. The first word is going to be for Loretta, the second word for Therese, and we're going to do that back and forth for 10 words. So each of you get five words each, okay? You Got get that? It. Okay. First word is Loretta, right. second word Therese. Next word, Loretta, next word, Therese, okay? Got okay, you. and we just got to tell you the, the one word the answer word that comes to mind. mind. And, right, word. and right. then we'll see everybody next week with uh, special guests Ron Richards and the legendary Shirley Jones of the Jones Girls. First word, music, life, love, family, people, Loretta, Uh uh-huh, I'm thinking people, No, we can't think, first word, community, community, school, necessary, Politics. Fake news. <laughs> that was funny. Specialty. Oh. Food. <laughs> Grammatical. Language. Modeling. Long ago. (laughs) (laughs) Unity. Friendship. Foundation. Reality. Thank you all. Thank you both. And thank everybody for listening this week. And uh, we see you next week. It's going to be a great show. Here's the Reverend Al Green with How Can You Mend a Broken Heart. All right. Yes.
Somebody please tell me 
nothing can stop the rain from falling down. Although my clothes are all wet to me, how can you mend my? Please help me mend my broken heart. I think I, I believe I. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and have a blessed rest of your weekend. See you next week.